This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good afternoon to you. Hope you are keeping cool. It's a little swassy out there. 92 degrees right now. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. More tickets to our bachelorette viewing party on offer this hour. Listen for The Sounder. And of course, we on Thursday always look forward to another one of Lori's fascinating theories. Oh, oh we do not, Donnie. Well, don't I lie. do. I don't. <laughs> All right, listen afraid. to this. I, I, well, we never know the BS that's going to come out of it. Okay, listen to this headline. Muscles, like the shellfish, muscles, mm-hmm. off the coast of Seattle test positive for opioids. What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The opioid addiction, the human toll of the epidemic has grown in both scope and severity. Are people throwing their pills in the Puget Well, Sound? they've literally, um, they use muscles as barometers of pollution in the waters off of Seattle and discovered that oxycodone is now present enough in the marine environment oh, for shellfish word. to test positive. Wow. Since muscles are filter That's feeders. They yeah. absorb contaminants from the environment into their tissues in a concentrated way. Mm. Scientists did all this, blah, blah, blah. But several months later, they pulled out these these things out of the Puget Sound, tested again, them again in three of the 18 locations. Muscles trace positive for oxycodone. Are you in contact with my mother? Is she feeding you these Puget Sound stories? <laughs> a lot of people are taking oxycodone because your body secretes it. Excretes it. Ecretes it, deletes it, mini-eats it, or eats it. What are you talking about? No, it's excretes. Excretes it. And it's oxycodone. No, it's oxycodone in the story. So your body... Can you you. imagine? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that uh, really fantastic muscle segue. The muscle high. We needed it. Okay, well, here's what we have to talk about. So yesterday, I don't watch... New York Housewives or any Housewives. You don't watch any of the real Housewives, Julia. Let's be honest. I have to nag you to do your job. No, Whoa. I don't. I don't feel like this one is my That's job. That's my shady olive branch. Yeah, thank you, you love. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It doesn't even bother me. No. <laughs> okay, so Bethany Frankel and Carol Radswell on the New York Housewife. They were beefing. They were fast and furious friends for the past three years. Okay, but a battle has been brewing between these two friends this year, and it all came to a head. Last night? Uh, yes, in last night's episode. Okay, so if anyone watched it, um, there was a 20s uh, murder mystery party at, at Dorinda's house um, in the Berkshires. Okay, and so all the ladies are dressed up. They all looked absolutely foolish. 
I think the countess looked the worst because she just had this crap on the side of her head that didn't even do anything. Everyone else seemed more themed. Mm-hmm. But so Bethany, you know, we heard about this all year that there's there's not a lot of love between these two. Well, they are beefing on like Twitter and Instagram yeah. and in their Bravo out blogs. loud, so out loud, loud they're beefing at each other. Yeah. So, um, I love it. so Carol Radswell used to date a chef named Adam. Yeah. And so when Bethany was starting to do, um, decided to do help out the people in the hurricane in Houston, then the people in the hurricane in Puerto Rico, she, unbeknownst to Carol, called Adam and asked for help. Okay. Okay. So Carol said to Bethany last night, you never told me you called Adam to go to Houston with you. They're like friends with benefits, Carol and this Adam. Right. So stunned at the comment, comment, Bethany threw harsh words back. I mean, like, how, why would you be stunned at that comment? That's how it started, Lori. Yeah. So um, I will do what I please, the skinny girl entrepreneur okay. said. And call who okay. for help. Let's see. And then uh, then what happens is Carol dives further into explaining Bethany's conversational mechanisms. You know who um, parses people's words out and tries to trip them up? People who aren't telling the truth, she says to Bethany. Liars. <sighs> Carol continued to defend her for, former lover and Bethany quips, oh my gosh, Carol, you're freaking me out right now. And then Carol jabs back, does the truth freak you out? uncomfortable in a confessional Ramona noted that the other ladies have all gone toe to toe with Bethany but she usually has the better verbal skill skills than they do so they just kind of flap around and give up but Carol not giving up dressed for the murder mystery party did anyone make it out alive (laughs) oh no (laughs) but hey Carol she's on top of this one and so Carol then t- took to her blog to defend her former beau that said no to going to Houston, uh-huh. um, saying, unlike my fellow housewife, it's not sport to me, sport for me to voice opinions that may be hurtful to other people, including her. Then she goes on to say, I'm glad to see my friend Bethany step outside her affluent bubble with her stream of rich boyfriends, rich friends with private planes, million dollar homes and five star vacations, one gets the impression this is the first time she's witnessed real poverty. poverty. It's a good use of celebrity. No, where, the, where the thing really happened with these two is I think initially um, Carol Radswell thought it was strange that Bethany called her on again, off again boyfriend for help when Bethany knows Carol so much better. And she knows that Carol used to work for ABC. She used to be a journalist. She would cover, she would go to war zones. You know, she has, she had a 20 year, you know, reporting reporting, and she went to places that were in crisis. Right. She found it odd that. Bethany wouldn't have reached out to her and say, would you like to help? Because she knows that Carol writes for different publications right. and it would have been another way to but get instead, to call the ex-boyfriend or the, yeah, the again thing. That's weird. It is weird. Uh-huh. And then when she found out that Bethany had invited Dorinda to go, she was like, I just, I don't, I gave her a donation, but I don't know why she wouldn't have asked me. I would have gone in a heartbeat. Right. She knows, you know, this is my thing. This is my thing. And I could have, 
gotten it out in other ways, gotten some of the news out, right. not waiting for it just to air on this episode. So I think, you know, I'm on Team Carol on this one. Totally. And, and on the Bravo Clubhouse poll, it was 70%. Carol, 30% Bethany. Mm-hmm. So now you can go back to never watching this show until maybe the <laughs> reunion that happens. And, exactly. That worked and, out well. But yeah, they I look really so did. funny in their outfits. I went I, to, you know, remember when Casey and I did the murder mystery yes. at Spicer Castle mm-hmm. in Green Lake, Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to play a floozy, drinky, aging, 40-something, you know, old you pastor your, prime movie star. You played yourself. And Casey, <laughs> That's yeah, what I was thinking. And Casey, Casey had to, all I know is he wore suspenders, shorts, my beret. He looked, I think he was shorts? like, yeah, he was like supposed <laughs> to be a Bavarian. French? No, oh. he was supposed to be like a Bavarian prince oh. or something. Uh, when Casey told me this was an anniversary present, now this we'd only been married like three years, and a firefighter. I told give him, him and I and he told me he says, "Yeah, we're going to go to this murder mystery thing." I go at a B and B, and he goes, "Yeah," and I go, "Ah, uh, where we have to pretend to act, and we're going to be with other people and have parts." And I just wanted to say, this is terrible. Don't you? This is awful. But, Why? but I was like, oh, that'll be great. <laughs> and I got I my feather like, bow on. I, I, the part was tiara, for you. My tiara. And then Casey's like, for you. how am I going to be a Bavarian? I said, oh, I've got a, a beret with some flowers on it that you can jauntily <laughs> wear on the side of your head. <laughs> we'll get you some. I'm a picture. I'm a picture. We could be to, blackmailed with this thing. You need to bring it in. It is. Oh, so what happened there, though? Okay, so we get there, you know, it's a Saturday and it's a bunch of strangers, you know, and um, everybody's, you know, dressed up. In and I, I had my prop cigarette holder because I'm like, well, damn it, if I'm going to be. Philip, a- get me the lighter. <laughs> That's right. You know. <laughs> and I've got my my satiny gown on and my thing. And it, I have honestly Blacked wiped it, it from my memory. <laughs> it was. Not good? Not for me. Oh, and I don't think you. my husband thought it was oh, that great either. Okay. I remember. <laughs> we laughed about it so much. And I'm just like, okay. And it was like a cute place. And, you know, I I can see, you know, that there, I guess people like to do these things. But it's yeah, not my, it's not my cup of tea. I'd rather just go to a straight out costume party. Right. Or a theme party or right. whatever. But we had to like. Do parts and play, stuff. Play a role. Yeah. yeah, and somebody was, we were going to unveil who was the murderer. It was like 10 little Indians, you know, the Agatha. Yeah. Yep. I believe I overserved myself I'm that sure. night. <laughs> I, I vaguely well, remember. you were playing a floozy. No, oh, I vaguely Lord. remember other things came out of that night. You got wasted. Yeah, it was just I hated <laughs> that experience. And and Casey gave a lot of crap to the firefighter who said, Oh, it's such a romantic getaway. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Thanks for the input. I remember never to ask you again yeah. what to do. I'm gonna well, remind him of that. I'm gonna dig out that picture and need, just call Lori, him Hans. Lori, take Hans. a picture. Hans. Lori, take a picture Hans. and send it to me. Oh, okay, Lord. so here's what happened. So in the clubhouse <laughs> then, it was Kyle Richards was there and she was there. With the beautiful, he's up on our man wall, Simon Baker. Oh, Simon Baker, who yeah. a lot of people know from The Mentalist. Yes. And so he was asked about Bethany Frankel. Yeah. So here's what he said. Okay. It's coming. All right. You know, this is uh, 
interesting for you. You're a new friend of Carol's. You're obviously an old friend of Bethany's. Carol talked tonight about what it's like to be in a disagreement with Bethany. Uh, and I know you're not up to date on the season. But I don't know all about the season, but I will say anytime I've had an issue with Bethany, um, you know, which in 25 years hasn't been that many, but I will like say this upset me and she'll say, you know what, you're right. And, you know, we work through it. Obviously, we're here 25 years later, so. They're not working through it yet. Uh, looks like you guys are on Carol's side. I can help out maybe. Yes. Uh, on this one. No, I think I, I like, I watched the episode. Yeah. And I, I did. And I, and I, I, I really like Bethany. You do? Yeah, because she's dramatically really interesting. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? And she, when she, she says outrageous things like, you know, I'm like, you're a loser. And then she doesn't back away from it. She's like, I don't know why I said it. The New York Housewives are an uh, interesting group that way. They're, yeah. pretty, they're pretty in your face. I always I, forget he's got such a charming oh, accent. Oh, and he is. Australian. Beautiful. Australian. He's beautiful. Now, here he talks. Do we have time? Not really. Uh, oh, no, we're we done. Don't. I'm we're sorry. really done. All right. Well, we'll get back to him later. Stay tuned. All right. We'll be right back with the dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth Reese. Hi, girls. Lori's doing Snapchat. I'm What's doing the doing? blow the bubble one. Oh, What's she that? does. It's, it's a new filter. Yeah, yeah, where you blow bubbles and your friend gets it, and then she they wear the filter and you blow a bubble back. It's oh. She's been sitting here doing Snapchat in front of the man wall. Paul Newman just had a wreath on everybody. I know. Okay, that's very funny. Mm -hmm. She's Snapchatting my son and I'm like, what's going on? All right. I, I've never done Snapchat. Either have I. Lori Lori does that, I but it's it. only Lori. And I love to call it Snatchchat. Oh, geez. Mm -hmm. Of course you do, <laughs> You know, Lori. we haven't done an Instagram post in like a week and a half. Yeah. Oh, I like it. You should post on Instagram. I like when you post things. I know. It takes, it's a lot. Right, Elizabeth, please get to All the right, dirt. I do have a lot of dirt. Let's talk about Harvey Weinstein, okay? Yes. Because yep. this is going to be a big story uh, tomorrow in particular. Harvey Weinstein is going to turn himself in on sexual assault charges in New York. This is what law enforcement sources are saying. He was indicted by a Manhattan grand jury after uh, the grand jury heard from victim victims um, who claim that Harvey Weinstein forced them to do all sorts of inappropriate things. They he forced, is, he forced women to give him moral yes. sex. Yes, he's the worst. Ugh. He's going to surrender to a police precinct for fingerprinting Friday morning before he is taken to Manhattan Supreme Court. Now, remember, he's accused of sexually assaulting and harassing more than 80 women. Mm -hmm. And these are rape allegations. I mean, these are very, very serious allegations. And there are investigations going on both in New York and L.A., and uh, they, Manhattan federal prosecutors have been looking into these sexual assault allegations and they um, have been working towards it. So he's going to turn himself in. All right. All right. Well, That's I'm good. I'm glad. I mean, is he divorced yet from his wife? I don't think he is. I don't think so. No. And her driver was just arrested for an alleged scuffle with a photographer um, early this morning for busting up a member of the paparazzi's. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Camera. So oh, the chauffeur dear. was charged with criminal mischief uh, because this photographer was trying to get photos of Georgina Chapman and mm-hmm. her two children. Mm-hmm. And apparently the chauffeur grabbed the camera of the paparazzi guy causing damage to the device. Well, this is go. just the dangers of being a paparazzi and getting too close to people. Well, it and is. with their yeah. children, you guys. Yeah. I mean, that's I, the I, thing. Like, these children don't deserve that. They don't. Mm-mm. No, you've got to stay away from people when they have their kids with them. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. it's just, that's where we cross the line. So we'll be following that Harvey Weinstein thing tomorrow. We'll keep you posted throughout the okay. day. Uh, Kanye West reportedly spent $85,000 to use a photo of Whitney Houston's drug-strewn bathroom as the cover of a new alba album for rapper Pusha T. Here's so how we feel about this. He is he's gross. Canceled. He's canceled. We're not mm-hmm. talking about him anymore. He tries to do anything to get people to talk about him he's and very I'm thirsty. Yeah, I'm but he's 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 just why is he like using why is he taking a big dump on Whitney Houston at the expense of some rapper to sell an album? Because he's just that desperate. he paid eighty five thousand dollars. He's for, so I mean the Beverly for the right Hills, to use the photo. Yeah, the 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 um the Beverly what's our hotel? The Beverly Terrace. No, all right, we're Beverly wait, Hills Wilshire? Hilton. Hilton, the Beverly Hilton where Whitney died. Mm-hmm. You know, they closed that room. Off. This isn't the it same is one as a, the bathtub room, Lori. This is from 2006. Yeah, okay, this is from her st- Atlanta mansion. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, did he get it from that, Bo- you know, Bobby Christina's uh, brother, Nick cousin, Gordon. Nick yeah, Gordon? No is idea. that who sold it to We're him? Not gonna ta- we can't talk about him. He Ugh. gives us the hives. Well, we can be done with him. Do you want to ban Kanye? Yep. Let's do it. A, a banye? banye? Yeah, mm-hmm. a banye. Although I am going to play Snoop Dogg tomorrow on what he had to tell the ladies about the view about that tomorrow. So I can't oh. be part of this, Julia. Sorry. All right. I'm just going to say it. Okay. All right. Well, you can ban him from the Dirt Alerts if you want a break. I'm All fine right. taking a break. Then All you'll right. know you have that 10 minutes to look forward to every day. <laughs> Thank okay. you, hon. You're welcome. Thank you, hon. All right. Morgan Freeman uh, oh. saying he apologizes to anyone who felt uncomfortable or disrespected. Newsflash, Morgan Freeman. That is not an apology. No, it is not. I have to consistently define for people Red. what an apology is i'm sorry i'm mm. sorry is the apology not mm-hmm. i'm sorry if you felt that way that's Elizabeth, do you apology. give him any kind of a pass because of his age that he is 80 so he became of age in a different time when when people were i mean both julie and i've talked about how we have dads that got my dad would have just been oh you guys i mean the trouble. things yes and not even with that when you think about viewpoints on all sorts of things right and how they have shifted yeah and so that is that i i understand that yeah but i mean he's re i mean this is behavior that no one has checked him on for so long right and he's going to get some consequences because there's a lot of women uh that are coming forward and we know when there's a lot 
There's more right eight behind. Eight so far. Eight so far. Eight and then another eight, eight. that said they witnessed. Yeah. So yeah. 16 women total in the CNN. Mm-hmm. Plus Alan Arkin. What does he have to say about this? Because there's one of these incidents that apparently Alan Arkin stepped in when he was on a movie set with Morgan Freeman and said, knock it off yeah. to him. And, and Morgan Freeman gave him a blank stare like, what? Yeah. Probably the only reason that we know about this Morgan Freeman is on that junket for his last movie, the Old Man Caper movie, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. is that he was uh, crude to the CNN reporter, and she was the only CNN reporter, and then she went back to her bosses, and they're and like, said, I w- if he does this to me, a reporter, I wonder what he's like with people who are under him mm-hmm. or, you know, working directly with him. And so it was his own comments to that CMN. Yeah. It creeped yeah. her out that got her to even that got this lift started. the lid up. Yep. His, um, the co-founder, who is a female of his production company, allegedly witnessed one of the incidents, too. She went on the record yeah, talking about it. and Yeah, and then people are like, oh, I don't want to lose my job. I mean, we're right back to that vicious circle. We yeah. judge him since he was in the car accident with his step-granddaughter that he was sleeping with Yeah, in 2007. We've had an idea that Morgan is, you know... Had some issues. Yeah, yeah. So the Chew got canceled. Yeah. That happened happened two days ago, goofball. Well, it just happened um, yesterday. Yeah, just yesterday. Yeah, just last night. To Julia, it's like two days ago. That's fine. You can do whatever. But it did happen just last night. We heard the news. So Carla Hall, Michael Simon, and um, Clinton Kelly are the last remaining hosts. You know, it's interesting because the show has been doing very well. It's on at noon on 5 Eyewitness News. It started with five hosts, including Mario Batali and Daphne Oz. Daphne Oz, who's the daughter of Dr. Oz, left when she was pregnant with her third baby. And then Mario, of course, left after allegations of sexual assault and harassment against him surfaced. according to all of our friends who are in the cooking world, everybody is known forever about that he's a PIG. I know. Everyone is known about Mario Batali. Because I was I went and did um I did a press thing at the tour or at the Chew when it started and went and interviewed all of them. And I was so excited to meet him. I was a huge fan and it was just a real sad disappointment. Because because he was it was fine. Oh okay. Yeah he Mm -hmm. was respectful. He was Michael Simon was a gem. Well, but anyway, the show's well, ending after seven seasons. Well, what do you think of GMA just throwing in the third hour at noon? Here That's we weird. Go. Didn't they do that once before? Yeah, Laura know. was the head this of that. It's very strange. I don't know what's going to go on here, and yeah. it's an odd announcement time to make it. I don't know what's happening. Elizabeth, are you moving to New York to work for ABC? Do you have something to tell us? I've got nothing cooking, <laughs> my friends. All right, I've got nice solid roots here. Thanks. Okay, yeah. we got Kenny with the traffic, and we come back. Here he is. Here we go. Buckle up, people. Listen, this is really, I think, a theory that everyone can get behind, that everyone has this theory. Okay. And the theory is that Cinderella stories, particularly in sports, are things that unite people. Everyone loves the Cinderella story. The underdog. The the cin- and the Cinderella sure. story is Las Vegas. Uh, the Not Las team. Vegas. Call it Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas the Golden Knights. Team. The, yep. the first year of their expansion team, and they're going to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's yeah. right. If that is not a damn Cinderella story that people cannot get behind, and the three players, you just FYI, if you want to impress your friends or impress anybody, um, Marsha Salt, I guess we better learn how to say it, Carlson and Smith. That's the Knights' top right. line. But um, they were like really 
people like ESPN, you know, they they didn't have anything good. No one's had anything good. CBS Sports said, you can't count on this team for anything really in this season. Um, USA Today, maybe they'll be better than we think, but, you know, this season is going to be kind of washed. The New York Times, for now, they don't have uh, designs on the Stanley Cup or even the playoff, but they have some really prominent players. Mm-hmm. They do. ESPN, I love this. A poker pro has a better chance of hitting a straight flush on the river than the Golden Knights of having making the playoffs. I think at the beginning of the season, they were uh, 500 to 1 yeah. to make it to the finals. Okay, but think of how much fun if you bet on them. Yes. Because yeah. remember, when we were in Vegas, I thought my kids wanted me to bet on the Cleveland Browns, who went 0 for 15 last year. Yeah, it is. It is. If you love a Cinderella story, yep. the Vegas Golden Knights are the most remarkable long-shot achievement in the history of American sports. If you just want to think about it. it I is, hate to take, you know, our next-door neighbor's studio, any of their thunder, but I just oh, feel like... because they are very yeah. upset by that. But, I mean, you know, my mom is enthused about it. You know, I've got a couple of nephews. I mean, people are like, this is... is we love this kind of a, a but a story. and on the other side, isn't it the Capitals, Donnie? Yes, the Capitals. And they've never been, playing. have yeah. they? They're like a little new. They're like a little Cinderella. I think it's two teams that it, no, no have not they the been not the Capitals? But have no. they been in the yeah. Stanley Cup Finals? They are, they're always yes. They were in 1998. They didn't win, but they okay, yeah. so ten years. By ago. the way, there's two former North Stars on the Vegas Golden Knights: Alex Eric Howla, yeah, and Alex Tuck. Okay. We lost them in the expansion oh, draft. That is, yeah, it's I mean the think of it, the first year of existence as a team. Don't you remember? And it is remarkable that they are in that'd be like a first year baseball team going to the World Series. I mean, it's just incredible. So it really is. That Don't, Cinderella story isn't gonna get old and it'll be it'll give us a reason to follow that story. Mostly because we're enchanté. With the whole idea of the Cinderella story. We are enchanté. Which is why last week we were all enchanté for Harry and Meghan. Because that was a Cinderella story. We love it. We do love it. That was truly Cinderella. Yeah, but I mean, so is this. A Cinderella story, you know, is just our way of just, you know, know, dreams do come true kind of a thing. This is very, very, very exciting. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it is. So anyway, I just, I thought that would be a good day just to, you know, put out the th- theory. I wonder what that... About, you know, that. Yeah. And, and I wonder what, you know, how, um, oh, never mind. And you don't I can't call say them. any stuff anymore because it all sounds sexist. What? Well, here's the thing. You just call them Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, they're just Vegas Golden You don't Knights. say Las Vegas. All right, just yeah. Vegas. Yeah, just Vegas, okay? Just all you right. know that, okay? All right, so here's another uh, theory I have. Don't ask the internet for advice. Do not just randomly go out there. Like, here, let me give you an example. This just totally made me laugh. I'm like, do people do Should this? Should I lose weight? Yeah. <laughs> could, you, could you please tell me where I can get my navel pierced? Thank you. The internet They do answer. not say that. Well, I'm just saying, my buddy got his pierced at a gas station with a screwdriver so just the internet is not the place to go just to ask for advice and i know you were trying to self-diagnose something the other day and you were going down a rabbit hole of with my autoimmune disease that i have yeah whatever googling something about your fingernails don't ask the internet these types of things it will lead you down a rabbit hole that someone else told me i should worry about that Julia. Who, a doctor? Yes, I'm going to one. Yeah. No, I'm. 
Yeah, you probably have some kind of a fungus from no, some kind of a, a polish. I don't have a fungus. Well, I know, but I'm just saying I'm it's better to go to the doctor yeah. than yeah. to ask the internet. All I've these... never done that before. Really, uh, have you seen me do that before? Julia? Yes, I have, <laughs> as a matter of fact, seen you Google a variety of symptoms trying to self-diagnose. We've asked Google many, many things in this room. I mean, yeah, I sure. am a Google food master. I know, we do ask about yeah. the Google a lot. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's just, let's well, get that Well, thank you. All right, fine. Now, this is, do you guys, are you familiar with the saying, it's music to your ears. Of course. Right? Okay. Of course music yeah. to your ears. Mm-hmm. And it's a baby's cry. It's music to your to ears, ears. But specifically about music, right? That there's some music, like some people will be very passionate about how classical music speaks to them because of the violins, the strings, and people, you know. I always thought it was used as a, a euphemism for something else or something. It is. If it's it you isn't, get good Laurie. news, something, right. oh, that's music, music right. to my because ears. Because it isn't about music. Not never, literally, no. It's not, okay. It is about music. No, it isn't, Lori. Yeah. No? Not in the common no, sense, Laurie. common usage. No, it's not. Well, in this theory, <laughs> it okay. is used. It is music to my ears to hear this good music. <laughs> okay. On my ears. Because you're, you're totally flipping it around, and I'm like, huh. It's like my... Uh, how like hard it was to, to be a woman yesterday and making it be a salmon swimming up a hill and a up a hill. <laughs> yeah, you know. Do you know how hard would that be? And you get over me over one guy that died before I was born. Or you, go on. Okay, that that you were born first of all. You are not nineteen. Because you don't act 19. I don't. I'm acting eight. Yeah. All right, go on. Tell us what's music to your ears that's music. Well, specifically, the theory is that violins have long been rumored to imitate the sounds of human singers. They're they're extremely emotional. The violins. Do you agree with the straight? 100%. Okay, listen to this. So they decided, let's test that theory and do some acoustic analysis of violins. Okay. What do they find out? What they've long suspected that the inventors of the violin wanted to imitate the human voice and a study has now confirmed how do you say this word luthiers? A what? L U T H I E R S, the people who make the violins, that's what they're called. Uh, Luthers. Luthers. Luthiers. Luthiers. And um they found, they studied both Amadi and Stradivarius. Okay, brands, yes. different brands. brands. Okay. Well, they're makers. Makers, yeah. yes. And uh, the Stradivarius violins are brilliant because they imitate a woman's sound, mm-hmm. a high pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and the <laughs> violin brought to you by the back of Julia's wow. throat. Thank you. I, I'm going to need It would have been to. so much better if her back of her throat had been wet. <laughs> Oh, I'm just it is because yeah. it's my mouth, Laurie. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh, you're so blonde. No, I'm not blonde. It just sounded dry. It sounded like music to my ears. Yeah. Okay. So the Stradivarius high voice. Don't do it again. Please don't. I'm not going to. And the Amadi violin replicates and sounds like the deep, dulcet tones of guys. Okay. That that is. They were produced with the idea, let's make these sing so it sounds 
like people are actually singing. Don't you know why that's why people are so moved when they go into the high pitch, you know, things and you just feel like you're having a conversation or you feel it violins emote pure emotion. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. It's same. I guess the cello, you yeah, think of you the guy that yeah. the kid that played at Harry, mm-hmm. how beautiful that was. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that's they had eight men and eight women singing common English vowels and then played the tones and that's how they came up with this. They they were sixteen to thirty years old. Huh. Our scratchy voices would be I don't know some banged up harp. No, we no, would be a broken, uh, not even a harp. No. We'd be a broken no, mandolin, a tube, yeah. a tube, a tube, right? No, a kazoo, kazoo, kazoo. Perfect, Julia, kazoo. Yep. That is that, that's our voices for you. Oh. We'll just give you a win. The Saints. That was the first thing we learned. Come marching in. Oh, we all like kazoo? kazoo. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Because you just say yeah. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wow. <laughs> Let me make a note of that so I'll be sure to replay it as often as possible. Listen, <laughs> why you do, it's the easiest instrument ever. You just really sing. Is. Around the tune. Right. And it does all the work for you. Yeah, I like that perfect. instrument. Oh, that is funny. All right. All right. That's it. That's all we got for theory. See, that was not too bad. Not Look too at bad. all the places it took us. It very <laughs> far. And music to my ears. That's right. Music to my ears. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me on the actual meaning of that. Oh, my. All right. We'll be right back with our favorite headlines of the day. Like me better when I'm with you. me better when I'm with you guys too. All right, favorite Aww. headline today. Uh, Megan and Harry bride their bridesmaids and Paige Royce to smile with Smarties. This is every good camera person or parent. Absolutely. Or, yeah, smile. Here's a little candy. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of put them in their mouth and mm-hmm. then mm, and then <laughs> they automatically right. get that little smile, mm-hmm. that little sugar rush yeah. uh, mm-hmm. gets to them. And you know when um, they were walking in the two little boys from Canada her, from seven year old twins? Yeah. Um, and one of them just opened his mouth oh, and you oh, s- he right looked like a vampire, him. a little boy vampire. His dad is a TV anchor oh. up in Canada. Uh-huh. And he said, um, someone asked him about the picture and he said, I asked my son, what is up with that? Like shocking face yeah. that you did. It was the music. He was like, uh, wasn't he it was all the, delighted? It was the first time he ever heard a trumpet in his life. Yes. Oh. And, and he, right he had just ear. this look of glee and he's yep. gap tooth because he's missing like yeah. a couple yeah. of teeth and. He was just like, it's such a pure, delighted expression. It was, it, I thought it, that was one of my favorite memes sweet, from yeah. the wedding was 
because you just got him. Yes. The photographer just got him, and he's kind of holding up the veil. And he just has that. Ah. And it was as the music started that mm-hmm. they captured that. So that's so cute. cute. I like yeah. that. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato escaped from prison in the empowering music video for their duet, Fall in Line. Maybe if we watch the video that Donnie posted, we we'll like, like the song better because... Mm. Um, I don't care. It is... Yeah. Um, yeah, we did not. That yeah, the, really. they oversang that song so hard at the Billboard Music Awards. I can't stand it. Yeah. Mm-mm, sorry. Sorry. All right. Okay. I, I, but maybe know. if other people like that, they want to look at it. Sure. Mm. Okay. Uh, Venus and Serena will play doubles together at the French Open. Okay. Well, why wouldn't they? Well, here's the deal. Okay. Why wouldn't they play doubles? They always play doubles. Um. Together. Well, they um are going to partner and um. They, they had to have a wild card to put them in. They did, Lori. Yeah. But the French organization have decided to award the pair oh. with a wild card into the women's double for the oh, 2018. Oh, shocker. They're no, only the they're, biggest reason why no, anyone exactly. wants to go to the damn I'm French I'm just going to say, uh, Hollywood speak, mm-hmm. they need them to be in it because yes. they need that, people. They, they get people. People want to see those two course, play. And they yes. have not won um, a French Open, I think, in a few years. And yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Jessica Walter, the actress, she wept as she described being verbally harassed by Jeffrey Tambor. This is for Arrested Development. Screamed at. Screamed at like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. Terrible. And on a related note. And she cried openly in the New York Times piece. And there is audio and everybody's all apologetic that they were trying to mansplain her what she was her saying. Experience. Yeah, her well, experience. Well, that's what Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman mansplains why he sounded insensitive to Miss Walter. Because he was insensitive he to was. her. And he, he said was, that. Yeah. yeah, but, you know. I thought he came back with a pretty good thing. Well, listen, he had a publicist that was a woman write this because he hit every single <laughs> he did. thing. He even right down then to. Then he's smart enough I to I shouldn't do that. have. It's, but here's where he got his. I shouldn't have tried so hard to mansplain. I shouldn't have mansplained. Not tried so hard. We don't want mansplaining. You know how sometimes, Sonny, I'll get, I know, I get up in you're, your yes, business because I, I think you're mansplaining yep, to us. Yep. I'm just having a general reaction for all of womankind. We are allergic to mansplaining. We are sick of it. We're done with it. We've had it. I think you could tell somebody wrote this for him because usually a guy doesn't use the word mansplain. No, I know. But the fact he put his in, in his where I shouldn't have tried so hard. This, no, I shouldn't have mansplained. Ah, oh, he needs no. me as his PR person right now. Get on it, Lori. <laughs> Call him. But he, I do he like how like he us. signed it. I deeply and sincerely apologize. But he, he, yeah, he had a woman help him with this. But we are just done with the mansplaining. So if you are somebody and you... Gets you get accused of that if you're a guy. Take the people in your life who, seriously. Mm-hmm. Who, we're trying to help you. Yeah. Oh, we're here to please. We're here. No, we're here <laughs> to, to help. stop the mansplaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one man at a time. One we're man still working at a time. On Donnie. That's what it takes. <laughs> Donnie. Right. One car at a time. Yes, one man at a time. Usually. Let's stop learning with Donnie. Indeed, I'll testify to that. Uh-huh. Us Weekly says that Prince Harry and Meghan, they left their wedding party early. Hmm. Oh, well, I they couldn't <laughs> wait to get their hands on each other. It was a long day, and you know those two were not going to sleep. They are going to, you know, have the traditional night of wedded 
fun carnal knowledge yes and i hope there's well but he's not a king so nobody has to you know yeah. no people accompany no them one to has the bed to look chamber. at the bed sheets right <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the proof it's oh, in all it's in all the, it's it's all the, the period pieces right. all the period but they know, always had I to know, see they would check the sheets. Was sometimes if they weren't virgins yeah. they had to smuggle in things to I know. break Chicken some blood, blood on the sheet a little tube yeah <laughs> I know. not a tube they didn't Donnie. have tubes they would have had a little vial a vial that's what i was thinking in a little a little clay pot I know, this is dead serious. We know yeah. our historical fiction. Yeah. Uh, Duchess Megan's makeup artist on getting ready for the wedding. It was chilled easy. Well, and you could tell. Yeah. I loved her makeup. I did. She just she was, looked like herself. She did. It was so pretty and fresh. And I did have to t- explain to my friend, though. She's like, and she didn't even have false eyelashes on. I said, no, she had false eyelashes on. Mm-hmm. She had just a beautiful smoky eye, a great set of false eyelashes, a perfect nude pink, yep. and sheer makeup. But beautiful. yes, you are not getting married on camera with those kind of photos. She might have even had double eyelashes. Absolutely. Let's be real. So I'm glad they were. Oh. And it should be a little makeup party with a little glass oh, of champagne. Yeah. I'm very, I have very fond memories of my little makeup parties before my first two weddings, Julia. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I do. It was fun. Oh. It's fun. Like that, like then. Mine we, was too early in the morning. Yeah, Julia, what the hell? <laughs> uh, 6 a.m. wake up call. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she, Megan would have had it early. True. They she had, had a, a noon. Yeah, I know. It wedding. was 6 a.m. for I read You that. can see why she and Harry would have nipped out say, of the reception. I that was a long exhausted, day. The waving, the smiling. Well, they were having fun, but I mean, sure. so what if they left at one? I would want to get in the sack with that hot ginge and that hot Megan. 100%. Right away so that you, they could could giggle and laugh and mm-hmm. just and you know it could be even just like a not a quickie but you know maybe just 20 minutes and then they could just lay in each TBD, other's arms we're gonna take care of this more in the morning yes Julia, mm-hmm. and then they can just snuggle and just laugh and smile and say all those Perfect. mushy stuff you mm. say oh mushy stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do we have for you? Uh, David Spade, he's 53. He dates women who are so young, they don't know who Led Zeppelin is. Yeah, well, this is why Julia's not dating anybody who's 25, <laughs> because she will not put up with that. I nonsense. wouldn't. Right. I mean, but that is something, yeah, guys will Cultural really... references, I think there's some... But they don't matter to guys for some at reason. Oh, all. I no. don't get that at all. Be... Well... They're they're concerned with other things. Yeah, I don't but know. But after Sorry. a while, I think... I'm going to give men more credit than that. Yeah. I think it does bother well, But them. then why do so many of them always just exclusively date? Because they date? can. Okay, but I mean, wouldn't it be nice if the 56-year-old guys out there were interested in the 50-something-year-old women? I got to be honest, yes. there are there are a lot that are. Okay, good. Because I've noticed that on Match and stuff like that, that people, people are... People have tried people, the younger and found people out... People are looking for people 50-plus. It's out there, people. In, yeah. their, yeah. in their generation yeah, that yeah. they can relate to, that they... Feel a connection with right, right. You don't want to be doing they daddy they have a hard body. date. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow.